Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your host, Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision Monday with Miles podcast. Joe Jackson, PMPA's audio genius, is here with me today, and we will be discussing profitability. Welcome, Joe. Thanks, Miles. I've always been behind the boards, so this is the first time on the other side. I've seen you multitasking here in the office and assisting Renee and Carly at national meetings. I'd be surprised if you couldn't be juggling chainsaws while we're recording. <laughs> uh, I think we'll pass on the juggling today. Well, I mean, they're chainsaws, right? So I'm sure our listeners want to know what it is that makes you, PMPA's audio engineer extraordinaire and marketing assistant, an authority on profitability. Time out, time out. I am not claiming to be an authority. Joe, when you sit on this side with the microphones being interviewed, mister, you have just become the authority. So when did you first start looking at this idea of profitability and business success? Well, my father is a mechanic and he had his own business. I was in sixth grade when him and my mother decided to open it up on their own. So growing up like that, it had its balance of pros and cons. On one hand, having someone in the house who can fix anything with what seemed like a paper clip is handy, but being a mechanic requires a lot of time away from the home. You know, that's you know kind of routine in, in any profession. There's training, right? There's, there's work away. You gotta rescue somebody in a ditch, I get it. Yeah, and the long hours when getting your business off the ground, you know, especially in the early few years, that, that was a big thing. So I went from normal working hours with my parents, coming home from school, they were home, and now they're both trying to get a business off the ground, and it seemed like I was at home by myself a lot. Yeah, that's a con. But uh, I'm sure there were some pros, so what's the first pro? So the first pro and the biggest pro was he was able to give me my first job making real money and learning about the business that my family, you know, put food on my family's table. Yeah, so real work, meaningful work, <laughs> meaningful compensation. Yeah, it wasn't my first job ever, but it was certainly my highest paying job up to that point, uh, as well as... You know, it's not your standard high school job. I was getting real life experience and learning some tips and tricks along the way. So you got to learn how to work with tools, real tools. You got to fix and understand things, how they worked. But um, you got job paying real money. The lesson I think you really got, though, is how to, how to grow up in a family business. Yes. Working with family is tough. Uh, working for my dad was tougher than I thought it would ever be. Um, like I said, you know, you go from just spending evenings with him to an extra four to five hours a day. And, you know, you start rubbing each other the wrong way. And then when you go home, it's like that's the last thing you want to do. I have always envied the people that can work with family members. When I grew up, I couldn't wait to get out of the house. And I'm sure my parents couldn't wait for me to leave either. When my wife and I got married, our best decision together was to move 
100 miles away from each set of parents. Yeah, that wasn't quite my experience, but I did get to get a first-hand view of my dad's work ethic, which I did at home as well, but I got to see it, you know, in action for a long time, and it really taught me going forward on how much that actually means in the workplace. That's, uh, that's great to get that firsthand experience with ethics being consistently, consistently, you know, modeled, modeled for you. You know, you're, you're engineering, so did he teach you audio engineering? Or? <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, the audio engineering has always been a passion of mine, but he did teach me um, a lot of stuff I use to this day. Uh, especially when it comes to tools and how to fix things that I know if I didn't, if I wasn't able to work with him, I probably still wouldn't know. The gift of the ability to use your hands and tools, that is quite a gift. It is, but it's really nothing compared to the lessons he taught me. I'm thinking we're not talking about always put the ratchet back in the drawer you took it from. I don't think that's the lesson you're talking about. No, even though that was the first lesson, it's funny that you say that, but the greatest lesson from my dad was his understanding of value, and it's a lesson I really took to heart, and it's definitely the greatest lesson that he taught me. Value. Value. You're a kid in junior high, middle school maybe, and you're learning about value? Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah, you know how curious we are as kids when we see something we don't understand. Uh, One day I asked him, you know, Dad, why are you charging two hours of labor for something that only took you 30 minutes to do? And I had seen this uh, many times before, and I finally decided to ask the question. And in hindsight, I definitely should have known this answer. Well, before we get to that answer... I'd like to point out the reason we're talking about this on our podcast is because it's probably applicable to our member shops too. If you're a shop with a lightly attended program or a lights out program, you too need to hear this lesson because it will help you keep your business profitable and not let the market steal your added value. Yeah, I think so. Uh, It used to really irritate my father when people would wait for their car in the lobby. Um, He would have to park their car in the bay, even though it was fixed, to give the impression that they were still fixing it because my, my dad would hand them a receipt that said two hours of labor time, and it wouldn't match up with the 30 minutes it actually took him to do it. You know, my dad, he owned a three bay shop at this point, and he hated not having these bays in actual use at all times. Yeah, we, we uh, have a similar thing. We call it uptime in uh, PMPA. We want the spindles turning and under power, and not just that, we want the tools in the cut. Yeah, so in my dad's shop, you know, a radiator flush would call for, you know, market standard two hours of labor. And when the customer waits, he felt like you had to show them a work time that would match the invoice time. I learned very quickly that it's not a scam that he was doing it in 30 minutes. It was the fact that my dad was a great mechanic and over the years had built up a knowledge base and a skill base that allowed him to perform these jobs much faster and in far less time than the market standard. 
And this was capitalizing on an advantage, and it was the main reason he decided to open his own shop. You know, it's interesting. What you're talking about is lean setup. So if he had done this job so often that he knew, I need this fitting, this wrench, this special clamp, and this bucket or attachment, um, he just saved half an hour of running around to go find it in that bay or the other bay or who's got this or whatever. So I, I understand that. The book says it's a two-hour job, but because of your father's experience, knowledge, his investment in special equipment, and having a repeatable process, he could get it done in far less. Exactly. And, you know, to share my dad's question in response to mine, and I will never forget this response as long as I live, his response was, why should someone else reap the benefit of billing for two hours on 30 minutes of bay time when I spent almost 30 years learning how to do this two-hour job in 30 minutes? So I'm getting paid for value. Damn the time, Joe. And it's one of the most valuable lessons uh, I'll learn on this earth is get paid for years and not minutes. Get paid for your knowledge, not your time. Get paid for the value add. Get paid for the value that you add get paid. You know, the customer is interested in what they get, not how you did it. What is their business is that they are getting the value that they seek. So that was in your father's shop. Get paid for the value you add. Give the customer what it is that they came in for. How do you think this lesson applies to our members' precision machining shops? Well, the way I see it, the time on your machines and labor rate and manning per shift, that's on you. You don't give away earned hours from lightly attended operations. Um, it is the wisdom, institutional, and tribal knowledge that gives you that advantage. There's no need for you to facilitate a price race to the bottom. And my dad taught me this almost 15 years ago, that the value he adds, it's not measured in hours. It's measured in his knowledge and ultimately what the customer is buying. This lesson has helped me see that while my wages might be measured in hours, my actual production is measured in value. My production is measured in value. Wow. Just wow. Don't sacrifice your shop's earning power on the altar of time justification. Be confident on the value that you add at the market rate regardless of the how. Invoicing for market value rather than hours spent put food on the table for this son of an entrepreneur. It's certainly applicable when looking at how to invoice for our shop's lightly attended and lights out operations. Should you be discounting your labor rates just because you have already invested in lights out or lightly attended technology and processes? I would say my dad's example proved to me that your cost shouldn't drive your price. The value that the customer receives is what they pay for. Why shouldn't we be paid for working smarter and not harder? Why should we discount our revenue just because we are working smarter than others? Let me repeat that, Joe. Why shouldn't we be paid for working smarter and not harder? That's really the question, isn't it? Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for sharing these lessons from your father and your family's small business. No problem, Miles. And a big thanks to my dad. 
you know, his lesson on value, it resonates to me to this day. And it is the basis for my first podcast interview, as well as my first published article. So thanks, Dad. Well, thanks. Thanks, Joe's dad as well. That wraps up today's discussion about profitability and value add. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org. Yes, thanks for having me on this side of the microphone, Miles. And please rate and review the podcast. And if you want to make your life a little easier, you can subscribe to our podcast so you never miss one. Speaking of making your life easier, if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership important, Joe? Because Because we are better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.